0: Oh my god I can't even do an introduction guys oh my god hashtag freed Britney like oh my god Megan and Leanna here with me it's like the ultimate second chance that we've been talking about you like it's happened we're reeling from this weekend that we are barely surviving and I mean I just don't even know like it hasn't hit me quite fully, but it also has, but it's like, there's so much to unpack about them of how it all went down from the global like network of social media vibes and just like everything that happened just led up to the most monumental. And the thing is we were expecting it, but like for it to be confirmed and for it to be effective immediately. Because, you know, I was playing like devil's advocate saying, guys, don't expect it to be terminated immediately. Like they're going to have to go through a series of checks and balances. Termination. You can
1: prepare for something like that. You can think you're prepared. We thought we were ready for it. But that hit us like, whoo, hit us like a cannon full of pink confetti is how it <laughs> hit us.
0: <laughs> That's true. Oh my God. Okay. So let's rewind and say... Paint a picture for those of the, for those of our listeners who were supporting the movement from afar, you guys set up this rally. I mean, obviously it was a free Brittany LA. You guys have been putting it together. Um, We are still accepting donations to help cover the costs. It was a huge rally and very expensive freebrittany.army slash donate. Yep. Um, so if you want to be a part of the rally and support it that way, you can definitely do that. Anyway, so you guys were at the courthouse. What was happening? What was the vibe? I'm sure the energy was already ecstatic, but like what, what was happening?
1: The energy level from the moment we arrived, what, 930 in the morning, it was just palpable. You could feel the the love and anticipation and excitement and just everybody seemed to be like floating. You know, before this, we just knew going into it that it was going to be a good day feel the positive vibes. Uh, There was a lot of media, of course, they're always lined up and camped out. They were all staked out uh, facing the courthouse as usual. But we were out there shutting that street down. And that's where the (laughs) real stuff was happening. You know, bringing in that stage, bringing in, you know, that that's the movement. That's the fans. That's the heart of this movement.
2: The the really cool thing is that as soon as the street shut down at like 11 or 1105, it was just like 50 to 100 people helping set everything up. It was just such a community. That's one of the things, the biggest takeaways for me from this movement is the community that we created and how special it is. And everybody was just rolling up their sleeves. Some people had signed up formally to volunteer ahead of time. We had like almost 40 people that did that, but even more people got there early who didn't sign up and were just willing to do anything. And it truly took all of us to get that event produced because we are not We are not event producers. We did not have a production company. We did all of this ourselves. We had some technical difficulties as you probably saw via the live, but it didn't really matter because we were doing it from our hearts. And it was just, it was a community collective and it was so cool. Absolutely. And can
1: I just say a shout out to everyone that worked hard physically out on that street in that heat, because it was a hot
2: day and everybody
1: was dressed to the nines because it was just a different (laughs) level. Of course, they're always going to be huge, you know, cute, free Britney t-shirts and all that. But others, just went all out head to toe pink, including hair, shout out to Melanie, but you know, it was just on an other level. Like everybody was just looking and feeling their best. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: mean, even when I gave my little interview, I said, you know, I said, I don't usually wear glam to this. This isn't a celebration. Usually I said, but we are expecting to be celebrating in the street. So I said, and when I celebrate, I put on lashes and I, you know, and I said, this is (laughs) my first time not wearing a free Britney shirt or a button down to go into court. This is my first time wearing a you know, of course, an Etsy shirt. I was not about to buy from from <laughs> this close to termination. I was not going to support the, uh, the greed. So, uh, but I got a cute Etsy shirt and I was like, the vibe is different. We are going in with a mindset that like, it is time to celebrate what we've worked so hard for. And when I got there and I started to see people, we were so excited, but like tensions were still high. You know, people, were, people were like, okay, Rosengart just got here. Okay. Um, you know, so-and-so, because obviously we are such a, co- like you said, we are such a community. We had a collective of people in the courtroom, yep. uh, so we could always have access to things. And let's just talk about uh, the first little run rundown that we got from the courtroom.
2: Yeah, they literally, we found out before the hearing started that they said- Like no moments one, before. Yeah, moments before the hearing started, no one would be allowed to leave the courtroom. So they're basically- Brittany Law Army last time had people peel out every 15 or 20 minutes to provide updates, Uh, so they were trying to prevent that and they went so far as to say that they would be monitoring social media and if they saw anything leak that they would close the courtroom and kick everyone out.
0: Oh, my God, that is so frustrating because
2: it well, it made me nervous, too. And it's super frustrating because we have a public right to have access to that courtroom. So it's incredibly frustrating. But obviously, obviously, we had to uh, oblige because we wanted to keep those people keep our people in the courtroom.
0: Yeah. And you know what, though, too, because I was in the courtroom on the 29th, as you know, and it was wild as soon as Jamie was suspended, uh, which is so crazy because now it's terminated but I get to that in just a moment. Um, but it was so crazy because as soon as she said, you know, he, uh, he's uh, suspended effective immediately, you did get a rush of people going to the door because then you also get this media version where they got to get the scoop. And yep. then that's also kind of icky, which I—I I mean, I do definitely agree that we have a right as a public to hear what's going on. But it's also icky the first people who want to report it because it's just like once again we're getting back into that Britney like as a commodity to the media thing. So I appreciated it in some regards that she wasn't going to let any one person scoop it. If anyone was, I w- would want it to be a free Britney advocate movement like right. Britney Law Army. Who what a genius move. Yeah. yeah. But um. Yeah. So that was, that was like the only bit of information that we got. And even people were, you know, DMing and messaging and, oh my God, I felt the love immediately. As soon as I got there, just like from online. And they were like, what's the updates, what's the updates. And I was just like, there are none, (laughs) you know, we just don't know. Um,
1: You know, what's funny with this movement. And, you know, as we all know, it's global, it's on social media. It's, it originated on social media. And sometimes Fans across the globe have the updates before those of us on the street at the rally even know what's happening because it is such a disconnect from inside that courthouse to outside on the street. Just they keep adding more and more obstacles. The court itself, you know, by the time you get your phone back and get out, it's been 20 minutes. So I think the first murmurings probably were probably starting on social media before those of us on the street even knew the news.
0: Oh, definitely. When I checked back my text messages, my friend Gwen had texted me like, oh my God, you did it or something (laughs) like that. And I was like, obviously like not even, I think I had my phone like on do not disturb at that point because I was just so focused on the moment. Okay. So before we get to all of that, the rally itself was another beautiful, you know, tribute to people who have suffered guardianship abuse, wonderful way to kind of, inform more people because it was our biggest rally to date to inform them of the gross injustices that occur with guardianship abuse so what you know who did we have there supporting the Free Britney movement, and by extension, the End Guardianship Abuse movement.
2: First of all, I want to give a huge shout out to Angelique Fawcett and Vanessa Velasquez, who really helped us pull this event off again. They also helped us with the September 29th hearing. And when we asked them if they'd be willing to do the same thing again, they immediately jumped right in and we literally couldn't have done it without them. So that was a huge help. But it was so cool because this was by far the biggest rally we've ever had. I think I would say they were probably close to a thousand. I mean, it was a thousand people. It was huge. Like the people just kept coming and yeah. kept coming and kept coming. And one of the things that we've been really um, passionate about is making sure that since we finally do have a platform now that we fought like hell to get, uh, that we share it with other victims of this abuse. So we had Trudy and Travis Campbell who are, uh, Travis's dad was trapped in a corrupt guardianship. His dad is Glenn Campbell, the musician. We had Dr. Sheila Owens Collins, another a person whose mom was a victim of conservatorship abuse, Libra Max, whose dad, Peter Max, is a victim of conservatorship abuse. Angelique spoke and told the story of Nichelle Nichols, uh, who was Lieutenant Uhura on Star Trek, who's in a corrupt guardianship. And then we had Judy Mark, who's the co-founder and president of Disability Voices United, who we, we will be partnering with to work on legislation next year to really, uh, you know, fix this systemic issue because this is not just happening to Britney Spears. So it really was an amazing program. You know, we, we try
1: to keep it light because this is such a heavy topic and it's nice to have some people paying tribute to Britney with a couple different covers and, and people who just have been really kind of a light in in the darkness. And so we were fortunate to welcome Zach Zilla and his team of dancers to perform his Free Britney song. And we also had Caleb Marshall, the fitness marshal, who we all know uh, taught us all how to meet (laughs) Jamie. Jamie's gone. (laughs) Right, the one that, you know, he got the news live during his fitness class and he taught us all how to, you know, The
0: sweetest guy. Oh, my gosh. It was (laughs) so fun to have him there.
1: Again, again, it was so hot on that street. But there were people busting out, like, doing that workout. And him and his girls were just awesome. So we were really grateful to have them. Then, of course, we had Anthony Frazier. He did an original song of his, as well as he did a wonderful performance of Slave with a whole dance crew. They had all the choreography down. And then we had the lovely Brenny Boombox, who he started off wonderful. And then we cut him off because... It was time to bring Matthew Rosengart to the stage. <laughs> so we were literally like, cut the music, Brady. Yeah,
0: so poor <laughs> uh, guy got boy, off, but... was that a journey to get <laughs> Rosengart.
1: But, so yes, poor Brady got cut off there, but then he did come back on after we had Rosengart and he was able to do a beautiful uh, little melody of Lucky. And it was just really slow and we were swaying and just feeling the love. Because by then, you know, of course, the freedom had been announced and, and it was kind of just... The programming worked out really well. We were able to get our advocates up there, and, and those who have been affected by this systemic abuse, and we could hear the stories about all of these different people in guardianships. And then next thing you know, it was like she's free as soon as they were <laughs> done talking. And then we got to have musical performances. It was like it was we couldn't have. You know, we have. Of course, we had a rough schedule, but the way the timing worked out with everything, it was just like like a, a higher power was watching yep. over us. Yep.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. They were, whatever's out there said it's time to free Britney, bitch. And they, they, it all aligned and it was such a beautiful event. So let's talk about the moments because you, you mentioned our wonderful performers and I was, uh, you know, honored to get to go on stage as part of the movement and to speak a bit about the community aspect, which we did just discuss in this podcast. And that's what, uh, the topic that I was going to talk about before I introduced Anthony to perform and so I got to speak a little bit about that and say, you know, this is this movement has grown and we can't you know, denounce the fact that we are a community and we are a family that work together, unite over something that's right against wrong. Um, good versus evil, some may say, in the yeah. case of Lou Taylor and Jane Spears, uh, etc., But uh, so it it was really beautiful to be able to speak to the community and to see so many faces that we've connected with like online or, you know, I was just so blown away by how many people came out in person and flew, traveled across, you know, across country, some across continents. And it was just so wild to see that. And as I'm getting ready to, uh, you know, introduce Anthony and we're getting ready to start that performance, Megan, (laughs) Megan, you come up to me and say, (laughs) what did you even I don't even know what happened like it was so crazy (laughs) or maybe it was Leanne we started to say like is it someone said like is it true and that's the first thing I heard someone said is it true and then Megan you were like turn the mic off and (laughs) I turned the mic off and I was like what the fuck you know and then I was like you know and I thought something horrible I was like oh no you know like oh my god we're like about to celebrate and some you know so what happened what was this series of events that led you to tell me to shut the mic off Megan because (laughs) (laughs) because
2: it was crazy there was this there was this reporter who came up to me I was standing on the steps to the stage and he comes up to me and he says I'm with the New York Times and the conservatorship was just terminated but you know we're pretty familiar with the New York Times reporters and I didn't know this guy so I was like uh, I was like show me your press credentials and he was like well I don't have New York Times press credentials because my I'm freelancing and I was like not good enough I was like do you know Samantha Stark and he was like no. And I was like, then you're not with the New York Times. Who is
0: obviously (laughs) the director of the Hulu New York Times fucking framing and controlling Britney Spears documentary series, by the way.
2: I'm like yelling at this guy and at a few people down below, like someone find Samantha Stark. We can't announce this. Like I can't, the, the weight of the world felt like it was on me in that moment because if I had announced prematurely and it wasn't true, like that would have been so irresponsible. So I wasn't going to trust this random dude that didn't have (laughs) press credentials for the publication that he said he worked with. And I think a few people were looking for Samantha Stark, but he kind of gave me a tip. So like he tipped me off basically because I was like, it very well could be true what he said. So we got the confetti up on stage. People started opening the boxes and unboxing them. And then like literally right then Nelson calls me who'd been inside the courthouse and he said, it's terminated. And I was like, holy shit.
0: Oh my God. I remember. Yes. And then all of a sudden you're like on the phone and you're like, it's done. It's, you were just like, it's done. You know, I mean, we were all just kind of, it was just so wild because we were all at the stage just about to, just because it was time for the performer. So it was just so weird that we were all there. Yeah. Um. You know, like already, like everyone was gathered around the stage. Like, you yeah. know, this could have happened when the march was taking place.
2: The march was kind of finishing up, like the back of the march, and so I basically was like, like, started telling people to pass out the confetti cannon. So we were like, pass them back, pass them back, and they're like going throughout the crowd. And then the march is like the end of the march is like coming around the corner, and I was like, everybody, gather around, gather around, gather around. So it like, gave enough time for everybody to get like up there, you know. And then it was like the conservatorship of Britney Spears has been terminated like that. I just like, I was saying the words, but I was like, it was, it was just like so surreal. Like I couldn't even believe what was happening. It was, the yes. it was insane. And it was like, it was so perfect. It was just like, it was, we were meant to have that moment. It was just so cool.
0: It was, it was just such a united celebratory moment. And it was so wild. Like you know, you have worked so, you know, not to like to there's so many people involved in this, but Megan, you have worked so diligently behind the scenes. And so it's just so funny. You know, I forced you a lot out of your shell to come on this podcast and be my co-host <laughs> and be able to force every week to have to talk about it and like let's get your, you know, feelings and you've obviously got got some flack to say the least from doing so but I thought it was a very you know in a in a weird way a beautiful tribute to Brittany that you know you're also a mother you also can relate to her on that level obviously we can all relate to to her on so many levels but you've worked tirelessly behind the scenes and so for you to have that moment so which is so funny because I did have the mic And instinctively, you know, I am kind of a showy, hammy type person. And I love the attention. I'm a drag queen. I do it all. But I just thought, you know, it's not, I did not want to be the one to say it. So, you know, I gave you that mic and was like, well, here you go, Megan. Like, so yeah, it was just absolutely insane. And I just tossed that mic to you. Leanne, you were on stage also just like, I mean, I think you were in tears. I
1: was, I was in tears. Well, it was, that whole thing was out of body. The whole day was out of body. But that particular moment, I had been junior and i decided to march and we don't always march because we're busy kind of organizing and running around and i was like meg i'm leaving my clipboard i'm marching (laughs) so we were kind of near the the end and i all i could see was meg on stage and the confetti cannons being passed out and i knew
0: we know i knew when the
1: cannons were getting passed out there's about to be a confetti blast that means she's free so like it kind of that was the first realization that is it happening or is it about to happen so i instantly i'm like Everyone gets to the stage. Gets to the stage. It's happening, and everyone, so you know, it was just chaos. And so then I sprinted over because I knew I had to be by Meg. I had to, and we were just all right there. And so as I said, we kind of knew what was coming, especially I knowing that what, what was being handed out. Some people didn't know. They're like, "Why am I being handed this like tube? What is this?" And we're like, Shh, "It's pink confetti. Don't do it yet. Just wait till the announcement." And so it was like we knew it. And then even Meg told me off the you know before she announced it. She looked at me and she was like, it, no, it Leanne, it's real." And we had like a moment. But until she said it live on that mic to the whole crowd, to the whole world, oh my gosh, I have full body goosebumps just telling you this.
0: I know. That was when I broke down
1: into tears. We were jumping. I thought that stage was going to just collapse. I mean, there was a security
0: guard who, because I was on the one side of the stage and he was like, you guys need to get people off the stage and I literally was like Megan he's like he's like we're gonna break the fucking stage but the point of it was it was so like there were so many people like in the crowd like bible bible girl who I adore you know the jedward twins like so so many faces throughout the crowd so it was just like there was a celebration and people who come to spectate on the event you know who just want to see maybe their favorite youtuber or influencer or something they were able to see them in the same crowd that they were celebrating in we were all there just like just like that feeling of like oh my god we did it was so unified mm-hmm. and just like looking around at the people being like you did this and then being like you did this and like oh my gosh and then you know and i and i really appreciated that um that moment where people kind of acknowledged the Free Britney movement, finally, once and for all. Especially after, you know, just all the shit we've been through. I know. We know this is Britney's story. We know this is her story. And we know she was strong enough to to make this happen. And we know that she has been trying to make this happen but by god i can't i mean i can i think i can speak for you all and the free britney movement movement to say like we are so happy to be her right hand and to be her army to support her in that fight so we're
1: not it's the fight's not over even just we'll always protect our girl that's our our britney and some of the things i've seen the media already say i'm like y'all better watch it we're watching you know seeing um we all know there was a big moment where Rosengart was able to come join us on stage, which was wonderful. But the way it kind of happened, I'll let Meg tell the story. Um, <laughs> he came from one end of the crowd, sort to the other end of the crowd, and had to get through throngs of media. And they were pushing and shoving, and everyone wants to be the one getting that camera on Rosengart, of course, in that moment. And there are tweets out there saying, you know, the fans were rushing Rosengart. The mobs of Free Britney fans? Absolutely not. It was not the fans. It was the media. So. In many ways, I don't think the media has learned or changed all that much. So that's mm-hmm. something we will definitely need to keep
2: our eye on. Our security guards, guards were keeping an eye out for Rosengart for when he came out to escort him to the stage. But the media had set up its own press conference like in another area, not near our stage. And basically the second he came out, they grabbed him and escorted them over to the, their area. And it was like, that is not okay. <laughs> like, of course, media has been instrumental in uh, telling this story, the ones who've done it right, like Liz Day and Sam Stark and Ronan Farrow and a few others, but there has been a lot of media that has not changed their behavior at all since 2007. And they, the media treated us very poorly most of the day yesterday, cameramen in our faces, us asking them to move to... Uh, you know, certain zones we had and them refusing. And so what I was kind of just like over media <laughs> already. Brittany's well- free, I'm <laughs> over it. I'm gonna- yeah. I mean, I fought, I have
0: fought, even though I do the interviews, because I want our story to be told fairly and say like what we're doing, because we're not crazy fans, you know, we are an organized movement. So I will do the press, but I get into a fight with at least three members of the press, every single rally, something to the effect of fuck you, you are part of this problem and you have perpetuated this. You don't get to have a space here. So step back. If you want to be a part of this, if you want to be part of, you know, what's going on, take a step back. So me and Meg were together, and I said, "Meg." She said, "Where's Matthew? Where's Matthew?" I said, "He's down there doing a press conference with the media." And, I was and like, Megan no. said, "Hell no." <laughs> yes, and Megan said, "No, let's go." So I'm just <laughs> following behind Meg, and she's like, "Where?" Like she's like talking, even though she's leading the way, and I'm like, you know, where I'm tall, I'm six foot five. Meg, you're tall. You're like no. what six foot? No. And so I'm just like there, and <laughs> we. I mean, we politely pushed our way through that crowd. Megan, I don't even know how or what happened. There was so much press surrounding him in like a semicircle. What did you do, Meg? How did you get Matthew Rosengart from point A all the way across to the middle of Grand Avenue in downtown LA?
2: How did well, this happen? Yeah. So I, yeah, we were calling through the crowd, then it got to a point where there was like a flower bed with like shrubbery and stuff that I had to like climb over and I was like climbing through shrubs and then (laughs) I get around and I'm like behind Rosengart I'm standing behind Rosengart but not like just like and there's like a circle formed around him and I'm like Mr. Rosengart Mr. Rosengart but every press person is saying the same thing. So like, he can't hear me at all. So I just decided to like step up right behind him. So I just step up right behind him and he can see me in his peripheral. And he like turns and looks at me and I was like, hi, I'm Megan Radford with Free Britney LA. And I'd really appreciate it if you had moved to the stage where all the advocates are who have been, you know, fighting this fight for two and a half years. And he said, okay. And then our security guys came in and we escorted him down grand avenue to the at stage. this
0: point i had gotten pushed out like the media yes. had pushed me out and this is when i'm like fighting with them i'm like fuck you guys like you guys are pathetic you know let's do just doing my normal bit and <laughs> and by this point so i'm back i'm like already back by the stage and then the, the next thing i know I'm looking, I'm on stage, you know, right or whatever, like to the to to the side yeah. of stage, right, getting a little break, you know, it's very hot out, as Leanne mentioned, yeah. and I look up and here comes Rosengart, here comes uh, or, or he, he's performing and then it's like, it comes to a stop and it, you know, it was just like, oh my God, who's that floating up to the stage and then <laughs> Mr. Boombox had to take a break and it was just like so <laughs> wild and just like, oh my It was my. so
1: graceful too. Thank you, Brenny, for just being so great. He was like, oh, Rosengart? Okay, let me let me see my way off stage. <laughs> yeah. You know, Everyone just kind of bowed down to him. And I, the fans were all, We were everybody was so respectful and just kind of parted the, the crowd to let him through. Again, I will say it was the media who were savages in that moment, yep. literally like practically trampling fans and pushing through to try to, to get that shot. But he came right up onto our stage and you know our phones, everyone over here, the fans, the advocates that have been fighting were on our lives, on Instagram, on Twitter, wherever. We were the press in that moment and we were respectful press and it was just, beautiful to have Rosengart standing in front of our backdrop. What did we love
0: that he said? He said so much to us that was different. Well, of course, he said so much different stuff to us because the press of course is so, you know, and I'm not an anti-mainstream media person and we are not going down that rabbit hole. This, you know, there are, are too many people who tie this shit to QAnon and saying eating babies and stuff like, and this is actually the weirdest thing about the Britney Spears case. A weird aside is in this actual conservatorship case the biggest anomaly besides the fact that britney spears was completely put into it fraudulently and is does not qualify whatsoever the biggest anomaly is is that it wasn't actually like her record label or the big executives it was her family and and a non-hollywood psycho-religious person who is a homophobe lou taylor (laughs) And you know what I mean? It was not big Hollywood that did this to Britney. It was her own fucking family. And that's why this case is so bizarre. So just to like wrap it all up with like, oh, this is what Hollywood does to Yes, Hollywood can be a bitch and a horrible place. But in this instance, it was Britney's fucking psycho family and those psycho perverted uncles and all of those people who perpetuated this, you know, this, this stigma that women in the Spears family are not well, and they need to be controlled via lithium and via this and that and institu- institutionalization and all of yeah. what that. So, oh my God, it's not a QAnon thing, but it is so nice to take back the power from the mainstream media because they yeah. often were asking horrible questions. You know, why Why do you need to know details about her her medication and her medical plan? That is right. none of your business. Yeah. And we fought, we did not fight three years To have a lawyer who's gonna speak on Britney's behalf to ask those questions in infringing upon her privacy. We want her to share what she wants to share and we want to celebrate. So I preferred much more what he said on stage to us advocates as opposed to what he said to the press, which I know he had to answer those questions. I heard him saying no comment a lot and fair enough because why would he comment? You know, like they're asking stupid questions. I mean, for me, what it was when he had to leave and said, "Well, I have to go now, you guys, because I have to call a very yeah. important client." Yes. That's how he ended it. I mean, I full disclosure, I was standing behind the stage, so I was just sitting behind, you know, like watching him through the little peep, like watching his my, shadow, watching him, yeah, and just listening <laughs> and just like filming it and just literally tear welling up with tears.
1: It oh. was so succinct. He's, of course, he's so well spoken, but it was it was pretty heartfelt, especially for a lawyer. You know, it was first and foremost. We're here because of Brittany, my client, the strength of her, or, you know, honestly, I don't remember. I blacked out, blacked <laughs> out for most of that just because I was so, yeah. the adrenaline, That's you know, fair. Just got out. but I know he, he first and foremost, put the, the focus on Brittany and how amazing she is. And she fought this fight. And then said, you know, she's grateful for these fans as well, and 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 shouted us out, which was really
2: great to hear. And he said we were both instrumental in the removal of James and in the termination, and it just that
0: James, like not even shade, but that was a very calculated thing to say to us, the fans to yeah. say, to bring that back up, to bring back the suspension that happened. Because by now, you know, we're, we're almost kind of forgetting about the suspension in a way because it's like, it's terminated, who cares? But we can't forget the the importance. He he was so succinct and it was so wonderful to, to be acknowledged by him uh, as a community. And we are, you know, we are the Free Britney movement and that's what it is. We are the group of crazy conspiracy th- fans, according to James Spears <laughs> three years ago, mm-hmm. who, um, you know, As his former attorney Vivian Lee Therene has said, she has never seen a conservator successfully and a conservatorship. How crazy. Well, there comes
1: Miss Brittany Jean Spears breaking records again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh my gosh. Well, that saga to get Rosengart to the stage was just so funny. And just, (laughs) I mean i didn't think megan was gonna do it because i like like i said i was getting kicked away and the next thing i know there he was up on stage it was really poignant it was really beautiful the love was there you know what i mean it was just it was we were so united and like i said we were fighting for something that was right, that was good a good cause which is always nice because good people fight for good causes you know what i mean
2: It was so cool how when immediately Haley thought to play music during when we were setting off the confetti cannons, because that actually wasn't really on our radar. And
1: we had thought like months ago, like, oh, when it happens, well, we should probably play it. But we didn't really have a plan. No.
2: Um, And so Haley thought she'd been helping with audio and she thought to go play and she played till the world ends. And we all just danced our asses off. And then we changed it to stronger, which I just think stronger is such a perfect song for this situation um because I'm not
0: your property as from today yes.
2: yes i mean it was just so beautiful and we just and the audio even cut up cut out at one point we had audio issues all day but it was actually so cool because when it cut out everyone just kept singing mm-hmm. and it was almost like acapella and it was just we're like singing stronger acapella and dancing and britney was free and confetti was still flying down it was just it was one of those moments that's like burned into my brain for the rest of time. It was amazing.
0: Moments later. Well, I don't know how much cause time did not seem to exist in that no. realm, <laughs> but we saw a repost on a reel
2: from sure <laughs> Britney Spears
0: herself. And you guys, I, you know, we're not gonna, it's it we're done with the conspiracy fucking theories, but I will say this is my last one. <laughs> anyone wants to have one from the conservatorship time period I believe that they they told her her, they scared they made her afraid of her fans more I know she has social anxiety and she does not have to honor us she does not owe us a thing she never has to perform we know this for her to choose to honor us and to shout us out it really made me feel that perhaps they painted us in a different light to her all those years especially when she was so timid at the meet and greets and all those types of things and so I feel like they they gave her a lot of that fear against her fans and to see that real not and not just because we were all in it and also I love the angle it wasn't just the people on stage it wasn't um, just a one famous person who was in the crowd It was everyone who was there. You can just read the comments and you're like friends tagging each other saying like, look, I see you. Like, oh my God, I see you in Brittany's post. You know, it happened to me so many times. You can see me in the corner, you know, standing over there in my little outfit. And it's just like, my friends are tagging me. There you are, there you, it's just so, it was so beautiful the way she, I don't even know if she intended to do it that way, but it was just such a, the angle that she captured it from and that she shared. And then the caption, you know, thanking us for, for our hard work. I mean, how do you guys feel about that? Like yeah, that?
1: I, I, had just pulled myself together. I thought, okay, I had my moment. I cried. I sobbed. I, I, you know, I was, I was holding it together pretty well. And then someone showed me that post. Polar actually showed me that post, and it was, the that's when the floodgates really opened. Because, of course, we don't we don't expect anything from her. And even in the morning, the media is like, what do you want her to say when she's free? You know, do you expect her to reach out to you, fans, and thank you, and stuff? And I said, no, that's not what this is about. We can feel her heart. We know that she loves us and we love her. And yes, I do believe the conservatorship attempted to break us apart, break the fans and Brittany apart, because that's the whole, the whole way that this conservatorship system works. They isolate their victims. So to know that we made it through, we weathered the storm together, even though, you know, we have been disconnected from Brittany in some ways because of the way they pulled her from us all along the love and, and her strength is what kept it going. And that was like a full circle moment to know that,
2: to see that. And then the hashtag, she ended (laughs) the post with hashtag freed Brittany. And I just, (laughs) it was just so cool. Like I just, I can't even, I don't know if I'll ever be able to put it into words. I've been trying to write some stuff down to share and I just can't, like it, it still hasn't fully hit me yet. I haven't, I feel like I'm about, you know, it won't, I'll be on a plane before long and uh, I feel like I'm just going to like ball hysterically the whole time I'm at home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is just so emotional and we can't forget, a, this is an emotional cause. We've listened to this woman bear her soul multiple times, one time with audio, which was absolutely heart-wrenching and devastating, confirming all of our quote theory, conspiracy theories and proving that they were in fact not just, you know, conspiracy theories, but even worse
2: yeah, than we thought.
0: Even worse than we. I, I always forget what he said. A Lynchian nightmare, or whatever. However you describe it, a Kafka Kafka esque nightmare yeah. that yeah. she's been living in. It was just. It's. I mean. It's just absolutely. You know, emotional.
2: Then we had, a, again, an incredible group of people help us clean up the rally, which was quite the feat with all of the confetti that was on the <laughs> ground. But we wanted to be responsible, and uh, and then we got to go celebrate together at the yes. nice gig in West Hollywood. And we and, partnered
0: with our favorite girls.
2: Yes, yes, the Graham Girls and. They did such a good job planning it. Uh, we te- Free Britney LA technically co-hosted with them, but we really didn't do no, much. They did <laughs> all the work. <laughs> yeah. that's my favorite way to co-host. We them. are
0: talking about yeah. Tess and Babs, the yes. Britney's Graham girls, who yes. of course are credited for really getting this not movement started because Megan, you were wearing Free Britney back in 2009, but really when they got the voicemail to their podcast, it really snowballed and yeah, got this I movement see. going
2: you know, people said free Britney before 2019, but it wasn't a movement until 2019 because before it was just like in random corners of the internet here and there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but um, yeah, I mean, they, they had this huge balloon uh, arc that said freed Britney. They had pink wigs and pink roses on the tables and Jake Yancey did a a really cool video that was on loop, um, everywhere at, on all the TVs. We were technically only supposed to have upstairs, which the venue gave to us for free, which was so nice. And we basically just took over the whole bar, including the outside area. Outside,
0: <laughs> downstairs, everywhere. I mean, we were everywhere. Yeah. It was just Brittany. It was <laughs> such a celebration. I mean, just it, it was so insane. I mean, I met uh, a, a listener to our podcast, and he was so sweet. Louise, he like came up and was like, I love your podcast. And I was so Aww. shocked because I, you know, I feel so intimate with this podcast. I always feel like we're just chatting and I don't really check the numbers or anything like that. So I'm not ever really aware of how, how many people we're listening to. I know we obviously, you know, I, I met so many people a couple of days ago at the rally and, you know, it was just so fun to, to connect even on that level, to be like, oh my gosh, when you talked about like this, like I so relate to that. And it's just that once again, it was that sense of community. And I do think the Britney's Graham girls did such an excellent job of making that the venue, which did have different pockets to it, feel so communal. And so like, you could just meet, I met so many more people than any other rally that I'd done.
2: Yeah, one of my favorites was getting to meet Heidi Wood or Heidi Will. Yeah, Yeah, Will was here randomly on a work trip so he couldn't make it to the rally because of whatever event he was here for but he and he only had like an hour at the party and he was like I'm not even sure if it's worth it logistically but he was so glad he came like it was so cool and then Pilar who has been helping Free Britney LA with media for a year and a half um, remotely from Chile she flew from Chile to attend uh, and like there were just so many people I met someone from Sweden who came just from this someone mm-hmm. from Peru who came just for this it was just such a beautiful beautiful celebration of not only Brittany's freedom but also just our community and what we've created and the love that we share and it was just I don't think it could have been more perfect
0: no definitely not and I said that even you know Obviously, when you have like a medical thing and you li- connect music to like an illness or a trauma in your life, which I think we all do, which I think is the initial reason why we like a musician, duh. And then we start to like their personalities and what they give us. and I think with Britney, I always say it's her kindness that we you know that that emanates from her that radiates. No one has ever said a bad word about Britney ever, you know, except maybe her dad. And it's just <laughs> like,
1: yeah, which well, we means, have some words for him too. Yeah, so.
0: which means fuck all. And, uh, you know, and I think she radiates that. And then it's also, it's such a nice rem- a way to be like, it's so cheesy, but like she has done so much for us. I feel it literally in the sense of like, I like I told the reporter, you know, I had to get up and walk 20 minutes a day while getting chemo. And so I would play stronger than yesterday. I would play, you know, toxic. I would play the pop songs to get me amped up. I'm sorry. That's directly, Britney Spears directly helped me heal in my, Mm -hmm. in my mindset. And I know I am not alone in that. I know no matter if you, it's a breakup, if it's just a hangover that you need to get through and you need to listen to (laughs) Blur from the Circus album, you know, uh, no matter what it is, Britney has been there for us. And so it just felt like we were all out there for her. You know, I, it's, we constantly are feeling the sympathy for Britney and empathy for Britney And I just felt like that night really showed the love we have for her in so many different forms. Definitely. So God, I mean, I guess everyone's question is now like, where do we go from here? That's what I keep getting asked in interviews. I'm sure that's what you guys keep getting asked in interviews. What do we think that answer really is?
1: You know, I've struggled to answer it because I think we all know there's a lot to come, but we're not sure what it is just yet. I think We had to get to this point. The Free Britney movement started, of course, as a fan-led movement about Britney Spears, the individual. It has grown and we have learned about how systemic these problems are and how many other people are out there who need help, who don't have a whole legion of fans behind them. So while our end goal was always to free Britney, this is just the end of Britney's conservatorship. It's also just the beginning of what we're gonna do as a group. This movement, as you said, we're founded in love and kindness. And these are people who care about the world and want to do good things and and make change towards, you know, for the better. So I think we'll take a little bit of time to reevaluate. I know myself, I was like, I just got to get through this weekend because it was like four days of no sleep, too much adrenaline and alcohol, you know what I mean? (laughs) So (laughs) I need to sleep for like a week um, and just kind of, you know, I think we all just, we follow Brittany's lead as far as how we help her continue on her journey. We support her no matter what she decides to do, as we always say. But beyond that, we have to make bigger changes. We're going to work on legislative change, as Meg mentioned, in 2022. We're going to partner up with Disability Voices United and, and anyone else who's working to change these corrupt systems.
0: It, it is so true. We definitely need to take a little bit of time to decompress. And of course, it's the perfect time to because it is uh, the holidays are coming yeah. up. You know, as we've said uh, every podcast, what we can do best to help Brittany is to not buy into the tabloids not buy into the media that are going to be there are going to be stories it is the nature of hollywood people are going to be very intrigued with what's going on with britney and we have a, a lot of work to do in 2022 with uh legislation
2: i don't want to ever forget you know the the feeling of this weekend because it really was so special and just grateful for everyone in this movement and everyone who was able to make it to la and all the people who were trending online. Free Britney was trending like for hours and hours and Mm -hmm. hours and then freed Britney, but even ahead of it, like, all the international stronger has it.
0: entered the chat on the iTunes chart, yes, on the Spotify yes. chart.
2: I can't wait to stream. As soon as we are
1: done with our chat, right now, I'm going to stream because I haven't streamed in two freaking years. The I've been embargo listening to
0: has CDs. been lifted. We can go buy merchandise. I know. And bank account.
1: I know.
2: I'm gonna go buy some perfume because my bottle is like empty of my favorite. So yes,
0: I know. I need my Midnight Fantasy, my Circus Fantasy, if it's still in production. I would love some <laughs> Radiance, which is one of my favorites. Radiance. Canadians, and Virginia. I really do yeah. suggest Believe if you are a guy. I love Believe, Jerry. Thank you. I think Believe is a really good fragrance for men who are uh, who uh it's very similar to DK and New York. Remember the Apple? Um, anyways, why am I talking about her? Because I want to sell her products now to get her her money back. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so oh my gosh, I know this was just incredible. I mean, what a time, what a time to be alive at the same time that Britney got her freedom back. <laughs>
2: Seriously yes. it's monumental and we helped and it's just it's amazing
0: I mean it really is and it's so I I just want to say to everyone who's saying like you did it and you know you and Meg and Leanne and team free britain we all if you hashtag this thing no matter where you were we did this you know
1: yep. if you told a checkout clerk at a, a store counter like there are people around this globe informing others and that's really it's the power of the people, public pressure, not a single one of those efforts, you know, goes unnoticed because it all cumulatively is what got us here. It couldn't have been one person. It couldn't have been one entity. It couldn't have even been one city, LA. It's, it's the world. And that's the power of Britney.
0: Oh my God. Well, with that, that's everything. <laughs> like yeah. It's just so insane that this is, I mean, this obviously is not the end of my podcast. If you were not aware, I have already had a season one that was not focused on Britney. We will probably still cover Britney for a few more weeks as we kind of uh, reckon with the aftermath and what that means. So stay tuned. Uh, And then we'll probably go on a sabbatical during the holidays and reevaluate what season three means because I definitely don't want to contribute to the continued narrative of Britney Spears' life, but I'll definitely be checking in on my favorite girl, our favorite girl, we don't have our rallying cry of free britney anymore. i know we
1: have a new one now <laughs> we do britney made up the new one for us yeah yeah
2: free, free britney, britney! britney!